This is Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. The podcast for creatives, voice directors, and voice actors, helping you make the most of every single booking. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Let's make voiceovers better. Let's start talking creative. Hello and welcome to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. I'm Samantha Boffin, voice actor and director, and this podcast is all about helping you to find, prep and direct the perfect voice artists so you can get the most from every single booking. So this week, we are tackling this. How does a voice director actually direct voices? (laughs) So, you've done all the prep, you've written a killer script, you've found the right voice, you've briefed them, and the session is in full swing. So, what happens now? How do you direct in the moment, in the session? Where do you even start? Do you talk the actor through the script line by line? Do you discuss your vision, or do you just see what they bring to the party? Well, today... I'm going to give you three useful ways of getting a great performance out of your voice actor, none of which involve prescriptive directing or the dreaded line reads. So these are good approaches for all kinds of genres, from audio drama and gaming to stuff like e-learning and ads and even corporate video, anything really where you're directing a voiceover actor. So, The scene is set. They're the right voice. They're professional with experience. And maybe you're wondering how to start the session. Or maybe they aren't quite hitting the mark within the session. Well, whatever it is, there's lots you can do as a director to use your time wisely. Number one, be specific and clear. Go back to basics and talk them briefly through your idea. Stuff like what this project is all about, how you want the audience or the listener to feel. Now, this doesn't need to be jargony or long-winded. It can be something as simple as, okay, so this is an internal video and we want all of our staff to feel inspired about the future of the company. So you're speaking to them as a colleague, someone who's on their level and understands their concerns. Or it might be something like, Okay, now you're a rocking horse. You've been in this bedroom for over a hundred years, but you're still a kid at heart, and you just want Sarah to see how amazing you are. It's always great if you can give them some context and some space and not be too prescriptive on what you want them to do. I've been in sessions where the director starts off by talking stuff through in huge detail and depth, giving detailed information on how he or she would like the script to be read, sometimes even a line-by-line explanation. And honestly, (laughs) when I've been in that situation, my heart has sunk because I know that I'm not going to be able to get exactly what they want because they're so specific. So try not to be too in-depth or wallow in chatting or explaining it because the quicker you can get the actor up on their feet and trying stuff out, the better. 
And if something doesn't just feel right, then think about it for a second, give some clear direction on where you want them to go, and just try a couple more takes, but keep it nice and light. If they've got questions, then do listen properly and try and be positive and encouraging when you answer them. Filling your voiceover with confidence here is the key. Now, I'm reasonably robust and resilient, but there have been times when I've had my confidence dented by directors, and often it's when they've been really detailed and prescriptive. And a lack of confidence makes a voice actor question everything they do, and that's never great if you want them to experiment and try stuff or step up to the mark. Being clear might involve playing the music or letting them see the visuals, or it could just be being clear on what's happening in the script. You might think your script is obvious, (laughs) but the other week, this was an audition script that I got sent. The line was, please, please, please remember the turkeys. That was it. (laughs) There was no context, no description. So I had to take a punt or a number of punts. I did it a number of different ways. But it seems that the other auditionees, as well as me, didn't quite get it. And we kind of must have got it wrong because later on in the week, that very same audition came back round with a lot more context. So now we were given the line, but we were also given, OK, you're a harassed mum, preferably a light regional accent. You're in your 40s and you're talking to your son as he's leaving the house to go out with some mates and it's Christmas Eve. So that was hugely beneficial, so much more context for somebody to work with, and suddenly the line made sense. Basically, it's an actor's job to build a performance based on the facts and the directions that you provide. So clarity and intention are really important. So the second technique is to tap into their imagination. If your clear information isn't cutting it, you might need to take it a step further and just get more imaginative. For instance, take that internal video where you want your staff to feel inspired. If you're still not getting enough inspirational feeling from your actor, try taking a little bit of time out to get them into that headspace. When did they last feel motivated? When did they last need to bring someone else along who was feeling reluctant? Their kids or their partner, maybe someone at work? Or can they think of a moment in a movie where someone had to convince someone to do something? Or get them to convince you to do something that they love doing. Then get them to capture that feeling and redirect it into the script. Perhaps you can even encourage them to picture someone they know, someone they love or they loathe, or are scared of or want to impress, whatever is useful for your script, and get them to address the script or just a portion of the script to that person. Just a little bit of time out spent rewiring their approach can work wonders and it can allow them to capture a feeling. I've even had moments where I've been encouraged to deliver the entire script in a totally over-the-top and exaggerated way. Nothing really usable in there. And also the other end of the spectrum, introverted and quiet. And it is amazing how just this 
freeing of constraints can bring new life to the more neutral read. And, of course, it breaks down any inhibitions, and you all end up laughing, and so that kind of tension that may have built up is broken. By getting the voiceover to play around a bit with the script, even if it's the driest script in the world, can occasionally result in a really happy accident where you discover something new in the words that you do want to keep in. And if you try this technique, do keep recording. You might get some useful moments, some grunts or giggles, or even just some breaths or sighs that are useful for you later on in the edit. Obviously, it depends on the type of thing you're recording, but you never know what's going to work. And finally, number three. Relax a little and create some space. Even if you're really feeling frazzled and up against it, one of your jobs as a director is to create the right atmosphere for capturing the best performance. And as I've said before, it is always a performance. If it's not working and you've done it three or four times already, just chill a little. Move on to another section or something. Just be casual and say, yeah, no worries, I think we're nearly there, but let's move on to the middle part, or whatever. Then come back to it later. And remember to keep it feeling really light. Have a bit of fun, make a joke or something going into the next section. Or give your voice over a break for some water, and then you can have a quick chat about nothing work-related at all. It can really recalibrate the moment, and you can both come back to the script feeling refreshed. And really, really try to resist putting time pressure into the mix. If it's all going tits up and you're also saying, look, uh, we need to get this done, we've only got 10 minutes, come on, chop, 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 it's all going to get really, really pressurised. If stuff is going well, time pressure is absolutely fine. It can be motivating. But it's really not if everyone is nervous and up against it. So that's it. Directing your voiceover, three little techniques. There are obviously other things that you can do, but these are a really good start. Be specific and clear. Tap into their imagination. Relax and create some space. Voice directing is a lot of experimentation and creating a rapport with your voice actor. It should go without saying as well, but I'm going to say it anyway. Don't line read unless it's a last, last resort. It is really, honestly, rarely helpful. Direct the voice actor, but don't act for them. And try not to say, be a bit more like Tom Holland. The voice actor will be silently saying, if you wanted Tom Holland, perhaps you should have booked Tom Holland. At best, they'll be thinking, oh God, I hope my Tom Holland is good enough. And their confidence will have taken a bit of a knock. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope it was useful. Directing is the fun part of the job, and the more relaxed everyone can make it, the better. Have fun with all your future projects. This was Talking Creative, and I'm Samantha Boffin. Please do connect with me on LinkedIn for more tips and techniques on working with voice actors. Until next time, bye. Thanks for listening to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. If you enjoyed it, do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media so other people like you can get the best out of their voice actors. 
And don't forget, you can head over to talkingcreative.co.uk for the whole series.